Hey everyone, thank you so much for checking out today's episode of Coming Up In My Sneakers. Today we have Kiara. She's a singer-songwriter and she's best known for her modern uh, jazz blues soul music, which is unbelievable. Uh, so welcome. Thanks so thank much you. for coming. Um, okay, so I just want to always jump right into the episode and uh, ask you where, we, uh, where you were born and raised. So I was born and raised Toronto, uh, Toronto, Canada. And uh, that's where I reside, and that's where I love to be. Nice. Okay, mm-hmm. cool. What area? Uh, it's out in East End, actually, Leslieville area. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you were like a downtown kid kind of growing up and stuff? Yeah, I love it out there, though, just because it's in between. It's like slow over there. Yes. But it's still like, you know, very close to downtown, maybe about 15 minutes, and then you're in the hustle and bustle. But if you want to be in a very quiet area... Just before going to Scarborough, you can be in that nice little area. It's a nice little Yeah, it's like a spot. nice little in-betweener kind of, yeah, yeah, totally. Exactly. Cool. And uh, do you have any siblings? No, it's just me. Oh, interesting. That's so weird. I kind of had a gut feeling that you may, might be an only child, and that's why I asked that. Not that you are any <laughs> sort of way, but I don't know why. I just had a weird gut feeling. Yeah. Um, so how, how were you kind of growing up? Like, did you, were you like that type of kid that sang from when you were born or did you, uh, not start singing until later on? Oh, so for me, like according to my mom, like since I was two, I was singing, but my first recollection is when I was nine, um, I would write songs in the bathroom actually. No way. Yeah. You know, the LG chocolate cherry phones. I th- yeah, I think yeah, so. Yeah, so I had the the, ch- the cherry one, actually. There was chocolate, cherry, and oh, white chocolate. Oh, yes, I do remember those. So I had the cherry one, and it flipped up. And uh, I would record music on there in the bathroom, and I would bring it out to my mom. She thought it was cool, but, you know, it's your mom. Like, you don't really care. You're like, mom, yeah, like, like you're you gonna don't. Say, yeah, you're going to love it. Like, my it's piece just... of shit painting is great. Yeah. Exactly, right? <laughs> so that's the equivalent of how I felt. So I'm like, you know what? fine like I'm just going to just keep this more to myself but you know she kept encouraging me and I decided that I was going to sing um, and then I drew back from that um, just because I didn't want to make that more of a focus I was very unsure about myself so I just kind of stuck to more like painting and uh, visual arts and, okay yeah so I want to ask you what uh, it's interesting that you wrote a song and sang it at nine years old because I feel like a lot of young kids they they'll do covers or they'll sing songs that they like because so did you sort of always have a little bit of a knack for writing or like do you remember what prompted you to say like I'm gonna write a song and then sing it do you remember for me when it came to like singing songs uh, that I came up with it was just more impromptu singing through the recorder on my phone it was nothing of me like writing a song and then singing it. I just found that to be more um, like natural for me. Um, when I did write though, it was more poetry. Um, okay. So the prompting of the writing really came from just wanting to express myself. Um, I was very mini activist as a child for nice. some reason. Um, so anything that I felt was a little bit of an injustice, I was like, oh, like a it's not fair, but I felt so small. So I wrote about it. I oh. wrote about how I felt. I wrote about the things that I wanted changed or tried to put myself in other people's shoes or when I felt like I was left out in school or different things like that, that that was my little haven to express myself. That's awesome. Did you have any sort of like specific theme that you would always write about? Or like, do you, can you tell me like one of the things that would, you would write about or like the first thing or something? Oh, very boy central. Very okay. heavy boy central. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it was very um nice. why don't you want to be with me? Different things like that at uh, nine. The little, I know that's fucked at I nine know. years old. I know, I'm like, I'm nine. Like what am I like choping over? But the thing is though, for me it was just more of well, I just really wanted to feel that sense of belonging. Yeah. And I think that's where all of my poetry was really kind of stemming toward it was that sense of you know togetherness and wanting to have that um with one person or with a group of people i just often felt a little uh by myself you know i was creative i wrote a lot drew painted um and i just was very involved in the arts but for me it never really translated to having those relationships with people as well Mm-hmm. Though I excelled in the arts, um, so that it, it was an outlet for me, 
overall yeah nice yeah it's so interesting that you say that because i've had like multiple people uh like guests on this podcast and that seems to be such a common theme they were like oh i was an arts kid so i was kind of like by myself and like Mm. it's so like interesting and sort of strange almost as to why that is and I like I understand you know sports are very team centric so it would like you naturally if you're involved in sports you naturally like I guess learn those skills and like I guess make relationships by default like you Mm -hmm. have to if you have people on your team that you have to like work with towards a common goal of like scoring a goal or something then like you I guess don't have a choice of like kind of like talking with them and like developing some form of relationship but I guess like arts doesn't really require that so like I don't know I'm just I'm just really thinking out loud right now I wonder if it's like more of a like a skill that either doesn't get developed or it's just not like that type of environment you know what I mean like do you remember like I don't know like what's your take on that well firstly I think in school it's I think that's where it starts there's not enough emphasis on the importance of art Mm -hmm, definitely everywhere else where you see the emphasis like sports or science math the pythagorean theorem which who the fuck is using that on a daily basis i would love to know yeah (laughs) so it's all of those things right and it's only now that we're seeing that oh art is something that really should be taken seriously and that people should use throughout their lives it's a coping mechanism Mm -hmm. it's part of us you know and people aren't learning how to cope with certain situations in their lives because that art centric part of themselves has been underdeveloped and has died in some way you know and so people aren't finding ways to properly you know be given an outlet of how to be but aside from that the other part of that is as artists you know it's it is very um inwardly focused you know it's it's really about what's going on internally and expressing that externally as well, whether that is to an audience or just even just having it from the mental to the physical. And you know, in those ways, it's 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 very interesting in the sense where, yeah, you you don't need a whole team. It's just art is um, an idea that then becomes physical. But there is this lonely aspect that happens when um, I, I think when it's not getting that validation from outside peers when uh, people don't understand, um, don't uh, respect the medium, um, and, you know, all these other questions that ensue. And so, especially when an artist is very young and doesn't understand what they're crafting themselves, you know, with not having the proper support channels, it can really feel um, a dampering and really hard to to express yourself in a way that is going to um, be fruitful not only for yourself but for other people and over time um, when you don't have those proper support channels you know the loneliness just keeps on (laughs) just keeps on Mm -hmm. building to the point where sometimes you're just isolated or you're introverted yeah. Um, mm-hmm. You make a really good point about the validation too because like like again sports I'm just using sports as an example cuz it's like it seems to be like the counter in school. Mm-hmm. Um you know like you score a goal and like everyone including your coach and like your parents are jumping for joy and cheering so like that's yeah. instant validation for like that simple thing of you like kicking a ball into a a net or whatever it is or like throwing a ball into a hoop whereas like you make a great point like yeah like you painting you know whatever the fuck it is that you want like like what you said some people might not understand or like Mm -hmm. there's no big um like bold thing that that changes when you're completed that you know what I mean so Mm -hmm. I guess like that's interesting how because it's such a common thing and like I mean I've been hearing that forever like there's that stigma around like arts kids um you know that are like oh I was like kind of like lonely but it's like it sucks and it's horrible to hear and I feel like art um it like in adulthood it's like almost the complete opposite sort of like like I love listening to music with friends because you know we end up dancing or we end up like singing along together versus like it's cool by myself but then like you have no one to share it with right so it's weird how it kind of changes when you're older maybe it's because everyone has a better understanding at that time when they're I don't know it's weird it's it's 
it's interesting. It's really hard to kind of grasp why. I think it really kind of stems with like with what you're saying as well. But also, I think there's no way to kind of measure art. It's like how do you yes. sit there and be like, okay, well, you're first and you're last. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it's like because. You're the defending champ. Exactly. Of, yeah. You know, it's like saying, Very true. who's who's best, Van Gogh or, I don't know, like some random kid down the street who just created like a circle with like a dot in the middle. <laughs> yeah. No, but yeah. like it's all perspective. It is. And they're all valid and relevant. Yes. Right? But in all their respective mediums too, it's it's hard to say like what is truly best. And also the sensitivity that comes behind that too mm-hmm. also being an artist too you're so sensitive yeah um but aside from that like it's trying to measure people's experiences and being like okay well this is better than the last or this person or that person especially since um art is reflective a reflection of you know ones who came before them mm-hmm. so it's it's kind of tricky in that sense too to to kind of measure who's who's better um, than than the other. Even though we do try, um, billboards and those things are different, um, mm-hmm. different metrics. But you know, in, in the painting or you know sculpting or anything to that medium, it's it's kind of hard to to grasp what is the the, the measurement for that. Yeah. Good point. Maybe it's money. Yeah, Maybe I was just popularity. thinking that. Maybe it's, yeah, money and, or, or yeah, like, or I guess, like, perception. That's the only way it's, it, it, but then it's, like, yeah. It's such a an interesting thing. I'd like to maybe one day, like, I don't know, not like, I don't think there's a problem really, like, not, not to say to fix it, but, like, I don't know, just maybe adjust that in school so that kids mm. don't feel so isolated maybe. Like, I don't know. That's maybe some, a goal for down the road. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Um, okay, so I want to go back to you were writing songs and recording them uh, when you were nine. And then you said you drew back a little bit. And what made you draw back from doing that? I drew back because it wasn't something that I completely identified was me. I didn't know that I could sing. My voice was very deep, deeper than it is now. Really? Yes, it was. People say, no, don't say this, but I always say this. I describe myself as a, I felt like I looked like a little Mexican boy with a very white voice. And oh, no. Yeah, <laughs> okay, I shouldn't say, oh, no, because very yeah. white is a great voice. Yeah, but like, great voice, but like... When for, you're nine, Yeah, for a young girl, like, I felt like I looked like a little boy. Oh, I felt no. like I had a really deep voice. So that's how I describe how I looked and sounded as a child. That's how you yeah. felt. Yeah. yeah, and you know, you say this to your mom. She's like, "No, I loved you. You're I'm like, beautiful as you are." That's great, mom. Okay, but these are my experiences. So, yeah. um, it feeling out of place in that way. Um, I just didn't have anyone to look to. Everyone that I looked at, it was Alicia Keys. I was a huge, huge, huge fan of Alicia Keys. Still am. Yeah, I'm a huge fan. Love her. Um, Coldplay. Um, I remember JoJo came out at the time. Never oh, too late. Yeah. Get standing, up yeah. right now. <laughs> yeah, like standing by the lockers, like <laughs> yes. singing her heart out. And I'm like, oh my gosh. And I was like, why can't that be me? And I'm like, I'm not singing like that. My voice is so low. I'm like, I can't sing. I must not be able to be sing. Able to sing. Yeah. So my little perception in my little mind thought, okay, well, this is not a path for you. So I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to do this. I'm just going to do what comes secondary, visual arts, drawing, painting, songwriting, just poetry, all of those things. So I stuck to that. And it, it was it was great. It worked for a while. I went to an, a regional arts school and I went there for visual arts. Oh, nice. Yeah. And Did you have to major in something specific? Like was it painting or? Uh, no. So it was just visual arts. Okay, so what um, and, is visual arts? Because maybe I don't know what that is. No, no, no worries. So, so it's um, all it is is uh, anything that's uh, physical. So, uh, painting, oh, okay, drawing. Okay. Yeah, we did some sculpting. Nice. Uh, we even had a, a the life drawing. There was a woman or, uh, <laughs> who came in, just you interesting, know, naked, just in school. That's yeah. Hilarious. And I was like, 
this allowed right now? That's like, so funny. I'm like, I was in a Catholic school. I was like, really? Do I need to be seeing your buns and your breasts right now? I don't. But I here am we are. Shocked that I ca- wait. Did you go to Cardinal Carter? No. Oh, okay. No. I re- I wished. I wanted to go there. Uh, auditioned twice, and they're like, absolutely not. Oh, your God. stuff is trash, miss. And I was like, no. But no, I went to um, Father John Redmond. Okay. Yeah. I'm surprised. So it's funny. I The reason why I asked about Cardinal Carter is I went to Cardinal Carter, like just the regular non-art school. Mm. And everyone that I tell that I went to Cardinal Carter, they're like, oh, the art school. And I'm like, no, no, just like the regular basic like, <laughs> normal high school. Oh, but it was Catholic too. And mm. like, I'm shocked that they allowed that because they're nor- like, you know, they, they were crazy with us. Like we had to wear uniforms and like yeah. your kilt couldn't be like more than a finger above your knee or and whatever. Yeah. Like, they all were anyway. But it was just like, I'm surprised to hear that. I mean, it's great that they're encouraging that even though we may, may have thought it was weird at the time but like i'm surprised to hear that yeah i'm very surprised because i'm like um you exactly what we're talking about like we had uniforms too mm-hmm. same thing with the kilt height and everything but yet here is this naked robust <laughs> woman in yeah. our class and it's cold outside like, it's snowing <laughs> like and you are oh, undressing <laughs> down to nothing and and Okay, also, I need to paint this picture because, no pun intended, she, okay, I have my visual arts class in the morning, okay? So I'm seeing this woman naked, butt naked, early in the morning. Like, this is like 8.30. (laughs) That's way too early (laughs) for me to see, like, a naked 45-year-old woman, and I'm, like, 18 years old. Like, this is not cool. Like, I don't want to be experienced. I haven't had breakfast, (laughs) and, like, this is what I'm seeing, like... Um, Plus, it's weird that she didn't feel uncomfortable. Yeah, like, I can't imagine like, getting that job posting, being like in like in search of you know forty five year old naked model to pose in high school. I'd be like, uh, like how does that dogs? start? Like, is that your calling? Like, where like where is the beginning <laughs> of that? Where do you like? Are you like, yeah, I'm just gonna undress for like these eighteen year olds? Like, yeah. yeah. If it wasn't a profession, you'd be yeah, you'd be. Not, going to jail Somewhere right else. now yeah. you know what i mean yeah, like this yeah, is yeah. not something that's just like oh it's just an occupation no it's no it's not man that's it's so not. funny yeah so um did visual arts um that was cool other than that um didn't enjoy that too much um but yeah it was it was a bunch of different uh, mediums that you you do um sculpting uh we made like clay pots different things like that um just random things too sometimes we can do anything that we wanted so we did a bunch of like you know collaborative pieces where we'd work with students each other and you know create pieces and different things like that nice Mm -hmm. and so like through this process did you start to form um what you wanted to do with your life or like what you wanted to do afterwards or were you just like loving life and doing art well i started to get bored of art Okay. Uh, my teacher, uh, she, I don't know, she was a bit of a hard ass. So it was one of those things where she's like, yeah, just create what you want to create. And then, you know, you create what you wanted to create. And she's like, no, I don't like it. Zero. And you're like, what? what? Why? Like, and not necessarily like a zero, but like you all of a sudden you're knocking like the mark that you should have gotten. And yeah. And you're like, but you like, just told me. You're like, you just said to create whatever that I wanted to create. Like what is going on? Yeah. And like I won't mention their names, Miss Antonetti and Miss <laughs> Carmen, but I remember you guys. And anyways, thanks for nothing. Yeah. But strange class, um, still cool. in in terms of, I learned about certain uh, disciplines in Mojavian. I drove Miss Antonetti crazy because, like, I would come late to class, and I was I was slowly losing my interest. Right, you know, it was becoming apparent. But I also was in um, an after school writing program. Oh, nice. So yeah, so that was where I was able to develop more writing, and it was all these different writing styles. So um, another teacher who was leading that class. Um, the after school program he would bring in different uh, teachers in different fields of writing whether that be short stories playwriting um, even poetry and so on and so forth and teach us um, during whatever time it was I think it was like two hours uh, for the after school program how to write in those different styles um, That's awesome yeah so honestly I think if I had to choose <laughs> that was my best moment in 
all of high school, just learning those different kinds of mediums. And that's how it actually brought me back into singing mm. through that. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I feel like you have, you like are gravitating so far in your story, like to writing. Um, so did you end up like, did they have a songwriter come in at all and teach you how to do write songs or was it mostly like plays and short stories and stuff like that? Uh, no songwriters. It actually was a poet who came in. Oh. Um, she was showing us like different poem styles and um i had seen some show on like some show on some network and it was like a competition a woman was like singing but also doing poetry and i thought that was cool and i said to the poet and i was like hey um i saw this on tv and i'd love to actually do it in real life but i'm not sure how and she's like well you just sing and you write the poem i was like okay uh, <laughs> no direction but thanks, thanks. Um, i know exactly what to do now thanks like, yeah. um and um i remember the class was clear and she's like okay we'll sing i'm like what she's like yeah sing so i end up singing for her uh, at this point i haven't sang for anyone really probably around seven years Oh wow! Point. Were you ever? Did you sing by yourself though, like in your room, getting ready and stuff like that? Or yeah, very like by myself. Okay. Like, you know, I would really not let anyone hear me sing, just because I wasn't really sure of myself, and I'm like, mm-hmm. honestly, I didn't want to put myself out there just to be like made fun of. So I'm like, you know what? I'll keep it to myself. You know, and I again convinced that I'm not a singer. So I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to do that. Um, I sing in front of her. Then she makes me sing again in front of the other teacher, Mr. Stidham. And he's like, yeah, you can sing. I was like, oh, my gosh. And she says wow. to me, you are hiding behind your poetry and you need to be singing. Oh, wow. And I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> it was devastating. I'm like, no. Because you, you finally found that you, like, you finally felt that you found, like, what you wanted to do type of thing. And then you're, like, the poetry. And then you're like, no. Like, is that why you are? No. I was like, no. Like, this is terrible. Because now I've been telling myself the whole time, oh, I can't sing. Okay, cool. Oh, and, and now you're finding out that you actually can. Yeah. And I'm getting comfortable with the fact. I'm like, okay, cool. Like, I was going to go and be a painter. I was going to go live in New York, and I wanted to have my own gallery and all those things. Mm -hmm. So that's why I majored in visual arts. Mm -hmm. Okay. So that's what I was going to do. So then I'm hearing, oh, no, 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 you you should sing. And I'm like, what What are you talking about? So you're kind of like, fuck, I should have spent those years developing my voice if it turns out that I can sing. Is that, like, where you're getting at? No. I was like, fuck. I'm like, I don't really want to do this. Oh, okay. Like, I'm already feeling like, okay, well, I'm not going to be doing this. No problem. I've settled into the thought that, okay, cool. I'm just going to go paint. And then I'm already, like, amping myself up with all these other thoughts of, like, well, it's scary. You know, it's a scary thing to do anyways. Like, look at all these extra things that you have to do that look so hard and what have you. Well, you need to avoid all these things. This is perfect. This is a blessing. And then I'm hearing like, no, no, you you can sing. Mm, and I'm I like, see. oh, fuck. I'm scared. Because <laughs> now like, I need to go and actually try something else. So you're afraid. Okay, I see. And what were some of the other things that you were like, ho- like hoping to avoid with singing? Um, really being judged. Okay. Because I, again, I haven't heard anyone um, at that point sound like me mm-hmm. and i'm like what is going on here so very valid fear um yeah like for sure very very valid and i can relate to you too because i also have more of like a deeper raspier voice and i've never i mean now maybe there's some more people out there but like growing up like every girl that sang had like a really high like pretty sort of voice and like yeah i've i feel that like i'm not a singer but even just like sing along to a song i'm like i can't hit those notes like you know but yeah. so i can like sort of appreciate where you're coming from when yeah. you don't see or hear or have any leading example of, like, you know? One of those things, yeah. Mm-hmm. So you're just like, holy shit. So, like, I don't know... Like, I didn't know how to approach the rest of this. Because I'm like, this is totally new. I don't right. know what I'm doing. 
So it was just more of like, okay, well now I need to start a new chapter where I don't know where I'm stepping. So I'm like, this is complete new terrain. I can screw up any moment and all the fuck ups are just gonna roll on in now. And I'm like, this is terrible because I already had painted or perceived myself as Kiara, the visual artist. Mm -hmm. That's it. So to step outside of that was extremely scary and something that I didn't think that I was going to be able to do. Yeah, totally. So what was your like immediate next step then after now getting this validation that you can sing? Um, it really... Well, it, it was just a lot of push. It was a lot of push of things I didn't want to do. From these teachers? Yeah. At the like end what? of the, at the end of the program, um, the end of the program, they have you do like a, a final, a final show, where everyone can pre- like present like a different style, like whatever it was that you learned throughout the year. Um, so it could be the writing style of, um, say, the poetry or playwriting or or whatever. Um, and then from there, you can just go ahead and just, you know, present that. Um, but for me, you know, I'm being egged on to do a song. So I'm like, oh my God. So I end up writing a song, ends up being a cappella. Mm. Um, not by choice, though. What um, happened? What happened was my mom's all excited. She's like, oh my gosh, you're going to sing. Wow. <laughs> so I'm like, oh. I'm like, oh god, well, she's like, I'm gonna get my friend to like make you like an instrumental, and you can just sing with that. I'm like, okay, but the instrumental didn't work with what I wrote, so and the melody, so I just had to sing a cappella. So fine, I do that. Then the talent show comes up, and that was even bigger because this is now for the entire school. And let me tell you, when I tell you how frightened I was, because it's in the auditorium, well, not even auditorium, like when you first walk into Father John Redmond, there's this huge open space, ridiculously large, I don't know why, but it's just big for no reason, um, <laughs> to the point where you can have assemblies in there. Oh, wow, okay. Yeah, it's just big, I don't know why, so it's whatever, so it's huge and so they ended up having the talent show right there so as soon as you walk in the doors boom talent show so the microphone is set up and now i'm singing but the sound echoes yeah so i'm like even more nervous because i can just hear myself just echoing right i'm like oh my god so i'm listening to myself and i'm singing in front of all these people and goes well and i get off stage and my vice principal's like you sound like uh you sound like a tracy chapman I was wow like, what thanks then right after that my mom says to me okay well there's um it's an audition for uh this place they, they're doing little auditions for for showcases and stuff like that and i'm like i don't want to do this <laughs> I'm like, besides, it says but, 19 plus. But did you enjoy your time on stage when you were singing? Like, did you enjoy anything about that? Uh, no. <laughs> I did not. I did not enjoy it at all. I was, like, just trying to get right through it um, and be a good daughter and okay. do what I was told and go up there and sing, Kiara, because your teacher told you you should go sing and don't disappoint, just go and sing. And I was like... Oh my gosh, I'm petrified. And the three minutes was, was it even three minutes? Probably like more like two minutes. And it was the most frightening thing. I was shaking. My hands are sweating. It was very bad. Like I just, I did not want to be there at all. Okay. I would not relive it um, <laughs> at all. But um, after that, she's like, okay, go and uh, do that little showcase. I'm like, well, it says 19 plus. Can't even do it. She's like, email them, Kiara. Let them know that you're 17. It was 18 plus, whatever. Um, and uh, let's see. I emailed them. 
they get back to me and they're like, yeah, it's fine. <laughs> I'm like, fuck. <laughs> I'm like, so I go down. And by the way, all these things happening are within like a month span, maybe a month and a half. Okay. So everything's boom, boom, boom. So me not singing at all to all of a sudden singing um, for like the end of this like program thing that I did, after school program, then doing the talent show. And all of a sudden they're like, okay, yeah, come and audition for this showcase. And I'm like, no, chill out, guys. <laughs> so I'm going to go do this. It goes well. They want me to come and do the show. Cool. I'm like, great. I'm going to sing a cover. No, you're not, Kiara, because it's all original music. Oh, shit. I had no original music. So I'm like, holy shit. Now make what? something. I'm like, oh, my God. So I'm like, and I, and I can't back out. I'm done. Like, I have to do this. So I go back to the instrumental that I had, this one instrumental. I pick out my favorite lines from all of my poetry, put it together, had to tweak a few things, but I had a song. Amazing. I'm like, thank you. It worked out. So then I performed. They liked that. And I was like, okay, thanks. And then they wanted me back every week after that. Wow. Not wow. Because I was terrified. It's wow now. Cause I'm like, oh, it's funny that you kept doing it because I like this is such it's, an interesting story. Most singers are like, I was just dying to do any type of singing because I wanted it so bad, and people weren't giving them the the opportunity. You're getting the uh, most amazing opportunities, and you're like, no, I don't want these. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, no, make it's it stop. The complete opposite. That's so funny because I'm still in this. I don't want to do this. Like, this I'm is not happening. a singer. Yeah. yeah, I'm not a singer. Like this is just happening by accident. And then it's just become so overwhelming because now I'm having I'm having to write a new song every week. Oh shit! Yeah, Literally, so I'm finding like like instrumentals on LimeWire, on YouTube, all this like random places, writing the most random things I can make, and people love it. And I'm like, what's going on here? <laughs> like. This is garbage, and they're like, "Woo!" I'm like, "No!" And like, it. what type of instrumentals were they? Just anything that I could find. I can't even tell you. It was just random things. Cause it was on LimeWire, where it was. Oh um, yeah. Some of the, yeah. It's like I was janky. a professional LimeWire user. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's like these weird names, and you're like, it's not Whatever. even the instrumental name. And I'm like, I don't even know what I'm using, but this was the one that I was using. Like, just what genre stuff. was it? Um. Or did it all? Was it all different? Uh, it was sitting around like R and B, hip hop kind of stuff. Okay. Um, I had a little bit of Jay Dilla in there. A little bit of um, Erica Badu. Um, a little bit of uh, Slaka the Beat Child, and different things like that. So it all fueled the you know the songwriting. Um, and then at some point, it got so much to the point where I was like, okay, like, am I really supposed to be doing this? So I'm just calling out to like anyone that can hear me. I'm like, please. And like me going to school, like to a Catholic school, I'm like, I believe in God. So I'm like, God, tell me. I'm like, am I supposed to stop? If I'll stop, I'll stop. I'm like, sweet. <laughs> I'll be happy to stop. <laughs> I'll be happy to stop. Like, no problem. I'll go back to painting. And then I just wait there, and all I hear is a yes. And the flood of disappointment is not even the the phrase I could give you. It was sheer disappointment. I'm like, oh my gosh, I have to do this now. I'm like, this sucks. I cannot <laughs> believe what I'm hearing. Like, yeah. the fact that you're, like, hearing, like, you're feeling this. And, like, like did you just continue with it because you knew, like, you felt some sort of connection to, to it? Like, you knew it was what you were supposed to do? It was just like, I felt like, well, I stopped many times because it was, it's very hard. It's very trying. Mm -hmm. It's, first of all, being a musician, an artist, well, things are, are very tough to do because you're creating outside of the bounds of what's been done before. Mm -hmm. And so sometimes you're creating something that nobody understands. Sometimes you're creating ahead of the times and you don't even know it and no one understands it until the time has passed and that shows to be true. Yeah. 
Other times you're just creating nonsense, but all of it's relevant to your growth and you're just sitting there trying to still create without, you know, it be heart-wrenching to you and be so upset about it when a piece of music that you love is hated by everyone else or whatever that you're creating. So for me, I stopped a lot because I'm like, this is overwhelming. I'm like, and you see all these other people and I'm growing up and, you know, still trying to understand myself, like um, when I was like really young and as a teenager and so on and so forth. And you're comparing yourself and you're like, well, I don't sound like that. Still experiencing that, you know, even carrying that from when I was like nine, still carrying that whole idea of like, well, I don't sound like that, so I'm not good. And, Mm -hmm. you know, and so on and on and on it goes. And then when I would stop, I'd still have people messaging me being like, well, come do a show. Come do this show. Come do this show. And I'm like, and that's how I felt. I was like, oh, man, like, I don't want to do this. Real quick. Do you still hate singing now? No, no, no. (laughs) No. Okay, because I'm like, I feel like I don't even know what's happening. I've never heard this in my life. So, yeah. That's hilarious. So, how many shows did you end up doing with this showcase? Oh, man. I and don't And where was it again? Know. Like, was it at, like, just, like, a plate? Like, was it, like, at a bar or something like that? Like, was, what was it? It was called Lambadina Lounge. Oh, okay. It's, so, it was, it was like... Ossington and uh, Bloor. They're no longer there. It's now a... Is it a karate studio or, like, something? No, it's, like, some weird bar now okay um so it was like a lounge yeah, type it was thing. a lounge That's it was awesome. awesome yeah it was cool nice yeah and how many sorry how many did you end up in there roughly <sighs> mm. Mm, probably about probably about 30 shows oh wow yeah so 30 songs that you have in your vault now <laughs> well some of it was like um just like repeats of different things oh okay okay so because at one point i was like oh I can just redo these songs. Mm-hmm. So I was like, no more pressure. Um, so I don't have, I didn't write 30 songs, but I was able to like stockpile some and I would write a few others, but it was like, I had a had a core that I would nice. perform. Mm-hmm. And were you getting paid for this or was it just like an opportunity for you? No pay. It was just like an opportunity. Yeah. That's and good was, though at 17, 18. Like that's amazing. You're yeah. At, like a lounge in a pretty like busy area in a large city singing like regularly. That's people at like 25, 30 are still trying to get those gigs, you know? Oh, true. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. Um, it was, it was for me, I wasn't even thinking about pay because yeah. I was like, just more focused on trying to get a song out. Yeah, no, you know? which is the way you, I think you should have been. I was just curious. Yeah, yeah. It was uh, it was very stressful at the time. <laughs> very stressful. Um, but yeah, it was. It ended up being good. Yeah, it ended up working out in, in that way. Good. Funny, yeah. Um. So what did you do after that? Like when, when, to, when you did your last showcase, were you like, okay, like I'm not a singer anymore? Well, or- it just kept happening like it would not stop like i don't know what was going on like i would stop making music and i was just not performing or anything like that and people would find me on instagram or just wherever and they'd be like yeah we'd love to have you perform we're doing a showcase we're doing this and that and blah 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 and it just kept happening like clockwork it wouldn't stop it just would not stop. <laughs> like, and I'm like, why is it not stopping? And no matter how I try to deflect, it, it would not stop. I don't know how else to describe it. It mm-hmm. just kept coming. And I'm like, stop coming my way. Just stop. Because I still wanted to just, you know, hide away and just, okay, I'm just going to paint. I'm just going to go and do that. Because, again, it was very trying for me i'm like i don't know if i really want to do this or not like is this something that i want to do i'm like i don't think so and it just it kept following me so i'm like okay and then i would get moments where i'm like okay yeah i can do this and then you know the doubt creeps in exactly and industry is up and down right Mm -hmm. so you know, if you don't have, like, a tough backbone, like, you can easily get discouraged. And even if you do have a tough backbone, yeah. you still can get knocked down. Totally. And so, for me, like, 
I'm always, well, I was always in that situation, like, getting knocked down. And I'm like, I don't understand. I'm like, I don't want to do this, you know? Mm-hmm. And I couldn't understand because, in hindsight, because, um, I'm like, why is this so hard? If I feel like I've been given yes to do this against what I really wanted, why is this so hard? Mm-hmm. So I'm like, this is annoying. And I'm like, I'm annoyed. I don't want to do this. I'm like, you're, and then I'm feeling like I'm supposed to be doing this. And then all of a sudden it's, this is harder than anything that I've done before. I'm like, why am I even bothering? Mm -hmm. That's this whole, you know, experience I'm having over and over again, no matter where I was. So eventually it changes throughout time. Um, Little things through conversations I was having with people conversations like these where I was explaining because I'm like I recognize I'm like yeah you see other artists and they're like I love this and I was like not me (laughs) I'm like but and then you start to feel bad because you're like this person wants these opportunities I have these opportunities but I don't really care for them Mm -hmm. am I selfish for taking these opportunities am I um, wrong for feeling this way and so on and so forth and then you end up feeling completely guilty you struggle with imposter syndrome mm-hmm. um, all these different things you know and then you feel like oh um, am I who I, sorry am I who I say I am yeah you know and who is that who is the person that I'm saying that I am if that makes sense. Yeah, a thousand percent. You know, so it's like you end up having this swirl of conversations that just kind of dig deeper into this abyss that ends nowhere. Mm-hmm. And you just, sometimes it becomes so overwhelming that stops you too. And that yeah. stopped me too. And then eventually, for me, I just, with the edging of different conversations and opportunities that I've been grateful to have you know and having those conversations with you know people who are you know in their respective fields i'm like yeah it's it's giving me the perspective of like hmm so you start to feel like you are getting to know yourself better through these conversations yeah you know because everything's a mirror Mm -hmm. yes Mm. i totally agree um so what did you do right after like did you take a break after the the showcases that you're doing like or you were saying that the opportunities were, were still coming um so did you take any of them I took I took them because naturally my mom is like go take them mm good on her yeah good on her yeah um so you know, I'm like, okay, fine, mom. So I was going, all these things, or, or a lot of these things in my life is attributed to my mom. She's like very rah, rah, go Kiara. Nice. So for me, it was um, whenever I didn't want to do something, she was like, well, you know, if she would never force me, but be like, hey, like, just if I'm not see. doing it, try it, just see. And if I don't, <laughs> then I, I just hear about it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, she'd be making food. Well, if you just did it, you never know what could have happened. I'm like, oh, my gosh. So, (laughs) okay, so it's things like that. I'm like, I'd rather just not hear it. I'll go try it. Um, I tried to take breaks. I tried. The breaks just never really happened um, just because the opportunities came. And, like, what were some of those opportunities? Oh, well, it was doing different showcases it was um trying to think right now um one of the ones that this wasn't egged on by my mom but one that I was able to do um through just meeting people was um it was the Cannes Line Film Festival opening and closing gala. Oh, amazing. Yeah, it was. In a, Cannes? So it was, yeah, it was sent to Cannes. So That's awesome. Yeah, it was cool. I was like, sweet beans. So it was, yeah. um, so Director X um, was doing an opening and closing gala piece. 
and he had me as one of the people in there, like the woman on the swing. Ooh. So it was cool. So um, so yeah, and I got to be on the swing. And it was cool, and they That's they did amazing. like this whole like visual effects thing. It's cool. I was like, wow. What year so, was that? Uh, that was twenty. What was it? That was twenty fifteen. Okay. Nice. Yeah. So it's probably out somewhere online. Yeah, like it is. YouTube? Yeah, it's awesome. on on it's it's a little hard to find, but it's on Vimo. Oh, okay. Yeah, you'd have to like look up like montage or, or something like that. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Nice. But, uh, That's yeah. awesome. So yeah, you can't pass up a like bare minimum bottom line free trip, and then like all that other cool shit as well. Like. Well, I didn't. Take it. Well, I didn't. I didn't go to France. Oh, it was sorry. Like a, I thought you said you did. No, no. So I was oh. able. So it was like filmed here in Toronto. Oh, okay, okay. Um, and then uh, it was aired in France. Oh, okay. I see. So my I face see. was in France. Nice. I wasn't there. So you were physically my here. My face was there. So <laughs> I was like, it's. I'm, I will be there soon. <laughs> but um, yeah. So that was cool. Um, awesome. Anything that she has pushed me to do was like, uh, oh yeah, it was this random thing. It was like, so L'Oreal has a brand called Mizani, and they were doing this hair and makeup thing for like um, hairstylists or, or hairstylists and um, fashion students, and so I'm like. They were, like, looking for people, but it was, like, a, a secondary company, like, looking for talent. And I was like, mm, I don't know if I'm going to do this. And mom's like, come on, just go do it. <laughs> so I did that. So I was like, okay, cool. But it's little things where I was like, mm, I'm not sure. Because it's hard sometimes to recognize yourself as something outside of the picture that you've painted yourself as. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. I don't know if I can do something like that. But you never know. And really, at the end of the day, what I've learned to realize is just try it. Yeah. Because literally have nothing to lose. Yeah, literally nothing. It's it's actually really not that scary. Like, we think it is, but it's it's not. It's never that serious. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. And honestly, good on your mom to just, like, keep pushing you because she obviously knew that you could do it. And then once you did a lot of those opportunities, like, were you happy with the fact that you did them? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm very, very much so, like, left with a little bit of shock. Like, I did that? Yeah. And then looking back, you're like, yeah, I did that. Yeah. You know? it's Yeah, yeah, yeah. The confidence builds afterwards. Yeah. Um, shock definitely ensues, like, leading up to and then after. Um, but it, you know, I'm definitely happy with the things that I've done. It's really cool to like, look back to see like, oh wow, like I did accomplish these things and I was yeah. able to do them even though I didn't think I could. Yeah, totally. And I met you at the Hollywood North at the TIFF party. Yeah. So that was cool. How did that opportunity come about? Oh, Safan. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's, she's really well connected. That I, I know her too. I think that's how I ended up there as well. I can't, I think it was for th through her. Yeah. Safan is nice. awesome. Yeah, she's good she shit. is like a ball of fire. She just goes. Yeah. I haven't met anyone like her. She's awesome. Yeah. Um, but it was shit. it was through her. Um, nice. Yeah, we we met and uh, she was like, I I think you'd be great for this showcase, and I was like, Wow, awesome, great. Yeah. So yeah, it was my first uh, TIFF uh, performance. Amazing. Mm -hmm. Um, and I, that was all already, um, all the way back in September. So have you been working on anything since? Or like, I want to talk to you about like, sort of like your goals and like what you have coming up this year and all of that. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I just got my demo studio. So ah, yeah, I nice. just, it's my new project, which is great. So now I'm just working on music, working with a few people. So I'm going to be releasing a project in the, probably around the springtime. Excellent. Mm -hmm. An EP album. An song. EP. Amazing. And like just to stream, not just to stream, sorry, but like streaming services or like which route are you going to take? It's going to be everywhere. Nice. So yeah. So I have music up now, but it's it's going to be everywhere that you can find music. That's yeah. dope. I love that. And for those listening who've never heard uh, you sing, um, 
first of all, your voice is amazing. And Thank I have you. such a respect for like, I think I even told you that that night, I have such respect for like the deeper raspier voice. Cause like, that's also the camp that I live into. Um, but also just like your jazz blues soul. First of all, I love that music and it's, you don't really hear too much of it anymore. Like the songs that you do hear are all oldies, which are amazing, but to hear like newer stuff in that, in those genres, like I think there's so much room for you to just explode and take over and own it because there's not a lot of like mainstream artists really working in that space. So like, are you doing a lot of like the producing? Or are you working with producers or like how's that coming together? For me, it's um it's a combination of both. So um, I am working with people who are doing the producing aspect, um, but as well as I'm starting to do some of that myself nice yeah so this is the first time you actually saying that actually out loud but um yeah this is i'm starting to actually do so myself just because i'm finding that i have certain ideas that i want to express but sometimes it's kind of hard to express that to another musician if you're not speaking the same language and music theory is not my first um, language language thank you yeah, yeah. so for, yeah you just gotta show them sometimes yeah so I'm like you know what like I can express that to myself and because I have my demo studio might as well just utilize that yeah so. that's amazing mm. I'm so happy for you do you have um, a title for your EPA or not yet not, not yet. yet I'm just allowing the music just to kind yeah. of flow and then from there you know we'll we'll see where it leads but it's it's gonna be very 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 different from what's been heard before i mean i can't wait i i already know like it's gonna be so different just because i've heard you before but um yeah that's gonna be awesome um uh, another thing i want to ask you like what do you sort of have so that's uh, so that's uh spring you have that plan for mm -hmm. and um like yeah what's kind of like your i hate even saying this like five-year plan but like what's like your like ultimate goal or dream like do you want to go all the way to the top like what do you see yourself kind of like accomplishing in the music industry oh when i think about all of that first things first i want to put my mom and my grandma in like the nicest of homes nice whatever they want just hang out you know they can chill they can go and fly wherever they can shop till they drop they can drive whatever car whatever they want i want them to know that you know, I'm thankful for all of the sacrifices, for all of the love and support, and I want them to just chill. Nice. Um, did your Did your grandma help raise you as well? Like, were you, or was she just close by to you? She was. She did help raise me until I was like three. Okay. Nice. Around that time. Um. Might be getting the numbers mixed up because I don't remember. You were young. I don't know, but it was I was young. Yeah, um, yeah. And then, um, but for the rest of it, um, my mom was uh, raising me. Nice. Mm -hmm. And do you mind if I, I ask? Like, was is your dad in the picture at all, or do you have no. a relationship with him? Okay. No, he left uh, when I was nine. He was in and out my life between six and nine. Okay. Yeah. So he. Sorry to hear that. You know what? Like. Uh, I used to feel bad about that, but I've come to understand that there's a reason for certain things, mm -hmm. and you never know why. And so I'm happy that i am reached this point and that I'm, I can move forward. Um, but what I did learn is that, you know, you can't be upset about the things that you've missed out because those things are also blessings. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And usually too, in most, like in almost every case, it's not about you. It's about that person that exactly. did that thing. Exactly. And I feel like also like I grew up in a one parent household as well. I feel like, I don't know, you have like extra tools that other people don't have. Like That's true. You know, like you just are, you have a bit of a different sort of way of life because you've just had different experiences and like i don't know that's how i have sort of looked at it too so hopefully you've felt that like it to, to your benefit oh absolutely for sure yeah nice. your your outlook is definitely different you have um a wider scope 
yeah. to assess certain situations and, and different things like that. For sure. Nice. For sure. Nice. Sorry, I didn't mean to derail you mm-hmm. there. I just want—I was curious about that. So you want? So sorry, you want your your mom and your grandma to be good. Yeah, uh, which makes perfect chill. sense. Um, I want. I want to go all the way, like, as far as I can take it. Like, Grammys. Grammys. I want to be in the Songwriters Hall of Fame. I would love to write for, like, Katy Perry. I would love to write for, like, um, Ariana Grande. And And why those people? I'm I'm curious. uh, Just because I hear their voices, and I'm like, I think I might have a song for that. Oh, okay. You know, different things like that. But just anyone, really. Like, I would love to... I would love to write anything. I'd love to write country. I would love to write some EDM. I'd love to write anything. Nice. Like, I want to... <laughs> I would love to saturate the market with my music. <laughs> yeah. But for different artists, you know? I would just love to, like, create art to as far as as the eye can see like I would love to score I would love to compose like I really want to since I'm this is the path that I've has chosen you I guess yeah (laughs) Um, I wasn't gonna say but yeah I was gonna like correct you I'm like you did not choose this path okay it chose you (laughs) so since since that is what's happening I'm like, well, might as well go as hard as I can go. Yes, amazing. So Love it. let let it be as big as it can be, as crazy as it can it can be. So I want to do it all. Amazing! I love that. I I know you well. Like you have such an off off the top. You have such a unique uh, everything sound. Uh, I'm sure your writing style as well might be unique. It's going to be your unique perspective and you have your poetry background too. And like, um, yeah, I just, I love hearing all that. It's amazing. And I know you'll do great. Thank you. <laughs> um, okay. So I want to ask about your favorite footwear, uh, your lovely shoes that you brought today. Why did you, why do you love them? Why did you bring them? All of that. Yes. So I brought the Jordan mid fearless they're the multicolor ones. Oh my gosh, I love them. They're a great fall piece. I love, love, love dressing up all my clothes with my different shoes, and shoes make the outfit. So I, I brought them, and I, I wanted to showcase the the multicolor, uh, you know, beauty to this particular shoe. I haven't seen too many uh, Jordans as of late. Uh, with these different colors because they're not so bright they're more muted yeah very fall like you mentioned yeah Yeah, so I really like that it's something that I want to rock with like a nice peak coat um, and different things like that so yeah it's definitely my favorite piece right now nice Mm -hmm. Uh, and what's one piece of advice you would give to someone walking a similar path to yours oh I think that's a good one I don't want it to be corny. Like, I want it to be, like, useful. Yeah, but, I mean, even, I mean, the question's kind of fucking corny, to be honest <laughs> with you. But I just like to sort of give listeners, like, like, obviously you've given us lots of advice throughout this podcast. And many people are giving people advice all the time. But the reason why I ask this question is because usually what people end up telling me is, like, sort of the most important thing to them that they've learned from their journey. So, like, like I could give you advice and you could give me advice, but, like, if there's one thing that you could pick, it's usually the thing that's the most important to you, and then that's what is enjoyable, I think, to hear because it's, like, from everything that you've been through, like, the, the main thing that you got out of it would be what you're about to tell me. Yeah, for sure. I think it's really... I give two yeah go for it um the first i'd say is really just try everything try everything to the bone until you've exhausted yourself and you don't have to share it but the whole point is to find what you enjoy and if it's something that you are enjoying but you're just trying to refine it keep going just keep on going and the second thing is, no one really knows what they're doing. No so one really knows what they're true. doing. So fucking true. People think they know what they're doing, but it's usually a lot of people finessing. And 
the closer you are to your dreams where you're meeting those people and you're in those circles you'll realize for yourself that it's a bunch of people who are just trying to figure it out like winging it literally a lot of people winging it yeah and no matter how far you reach up the ladder you'll always see someone just winging it and it's cool yeah yeah it's cool Okay, guys, that's it for this episode. Um, So you guys can check out Kiara on Instagram at Kiara Official. So it's uh, K-Y-A-R-A-O-F-F-I-C-I-A-L underscore. Um, You can obviously follow the podcast at Coming Up In My Sneakers. And uh, if you guys are listening on Apple Podcasts and you want to give me a five-star review, that would be more than welcome. Um, Otherwise, guys, I'll talk to you next week and don't get caught wearing dirty sneakers. Bye. (laughs) Bye.